at some point we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. Welcome to Local Love. We do this show live every Tuesday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. and beyond into Red Light. I'm producer Dave. If you're checking this out on the podcast, make sure you go on over to twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia and uh, follow the channel so you can check out all our live shenanigans. As you can see, there's uh, three of us here in the studio. Um, there's I am producer Dave. You can find me damn near anywhere. Uh, sitting all the way across from me and not adjusting his headphones. Who are you? I am Johnny Korn. And you can find me... Gosh, on um, Twitter or or Facebook or Instagram, you know, usually comic Johnny Corn. Except uh, on uh, God, I guess Facebook's just Johnny Corn. We're on Twitch. None of these people use Facebook. 
Yes. Sir? Oh, <laughs> yes, this is uh, Juan Maserati in the house. God bless America. <laughs> so, Johnny, it's been a while since uh, you've been on the show. Um, Very long time, yeah. Uh, if you want to, as, as much as you're comfortable talking sure. about, well, what, what all happened? What's up? Well, um, I, I was in outer space and an uh, uh, alien popped out of my chest. Uh, no, it's actually not true. Uh, no, what happened? <laughs> It took you a second. <laughs> it's good. <clears throat> now, what happened with me as I was driving down the street, and uh, I had a, a aneurysm, lost my eyesight, um, crashed into a pole, which is very rock and roll. Um, and so I had to have it was um, my spleen uh, was removed, as well as part of my pancreas. Um, it was touch and go for a while, and just had to relearn the basics, including talking and walking and tying my shoes and you know pretty much everything so i appreciate everything more oh, uh, good you know you came back from that and we're doing um that was like right at the beginning of the pandemic wasn't it uh yeah a couple months in and you came back from that and uh by the end of the pandemic you were doing um comedy shows on zoom and other sorts of uh things yeah not you know the problem i have with zoom well there's a lot of things i don't like about zoom but the the main thing about doing it where you're not in front of live audiences you don't get that feedback you know uh when when you're a comedian or a well a musician for that matter um you uh feed off the energy of the audience and um the other thing is you have that delay when you do the punch and they didn't hear the punch yet because there's a uh, there's a, a like a lag yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so that was a little bit uh crazy. Well, glad to glad to have you back. Glad you right. glad you're uh, uh, out and about and doing your thing again. Yeah, you know, I I healed uh, pretty nicely. Um there it it took some doing, but uh yeah, and it's a bit mind-bending too. Like you you end up uh having a a situation where you came very close to dying and didn't quite get death right. And then you come back to it and, and have to heal from all that stuff. It, it just kind of is one of those things where you're going like, well, damn, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's been a while. It, yeah, it has. It has. Well, I'm glad, glad you're still among us here. I'm glad you're still among the uh, people around. What's been well, going on with you, Mon Maserati? Well, man, uh, I, uh, don't have too much to report other than to say that, uh, I'm glad to be here amongst uh, Equiplex friends, and I wanted to shout out to everyone to the uh, chat room, and uh, hope your week is going well thus far. Fantastic. My uh, my webcam just went really dark. Uh, speaking of which, patreon.com slash Equiplex, you can buy me a fucking webcam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, donate. Donate. Because we, we, we are doing this for you and um not entirely for free anymore so i do appreciate uh everybody's um everybody's donations thus far um i'm paying like a third of my bills with this right now it's pretty pretty great pretty great now the camera's too bright yeah i definitely need a new webcam uh patreon.com slash echoplex or just uh go to echoplexmedia.com slash support i could probably buy one myself but i'd rather the community buy it for me so i mean one the music's coming back as uh as they can't book any gigs not yet. We are uh, basically wor working it out in the, uh, the 
in the studio getting back into jam sessions and we're uh just you know really excited for things to be opening up at places like um our favorite spot um the caravan uh other places where you know people are just uh starting to show up and in fact i i caught a little bit of the online action with monkey performing um this past weekend and it was pretty pretty fucking awesome i saw it was uh a great turnout a lot of people were there i unfortunately i couldn't make it but uh i was just really jazzed to see everybody you know getting out there supporting the local music scene and uh give them much love to monkey and crew so we had somebody in the chat uh spend their uh that's called the now space bucks and they demanded a soundboard hit so we're gonna go with this one echoplex media boo <laughs> nice nice that's hamburglar dan echoplex media not a fan of ours <laughs> so this uh friday uh everybody a little bit of a little like station announcement too there's no down ballot this friday um but it's one of them good problems because i'll be i'll be at bike party i'll be playing the first regroup the second regroup and we might even set up at the um at the start point but we're not quite sure about that it all kind of depends on uh what the what the folks who are st- still in charge of bike party and uh, decide because i haven't been doing shit as far as helping them plan lately but um what will be really cool is uh the media wench is bringing uh what she needs to bring a tripod a phone and um a hot spot so that she can in fact uh jump on twitch from bike party and uh, we'll be we'll be broadcasting a little bit of my set maybe maybe some chit chat with the organizers uh, as we're setting up and maybe we'll even broadcast a little bit from the car. Well, I'll, I'll do that, right? I mean, Media Wench isn't, isn't a crazy person who does a video from her car. But check that out Friday night. It'll be kind of sporadic. I don't know what time we'll start. I don't know what time it'll end. I know there'll be at least two broadcasts. So just kind of keep an eye out. And, um, you know, if, we, if we're not responding to chat, just understand that we have other things to do. But uh, y'all have been uh, recently able to watch me DJ here in this room. And I'd really like you to see what it looks like when I DJ for several thousand people. Because it's a uh, quite a different experience than watching me spin in this fucking room, let me tell you. And I'm um, really excited to start getting back to things. I'm going to play Silicon Valley Pride as well. It looks like so, and I'll get a good time slot this time too instead of first. So that's incredibly good. Yes. And it's just really, really good to see everything opening back up. And I can't wait to see uh, everybody start going to gigs again. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to make some of those gigs. Although the flip side of me making <clears throat> about a third of my income now on Twitch is that I have to be here streaming. It's like a job now, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'll make some time to go out. It's a uh, unfortunate uh, monkey has a uh, show uh, this Friday at the van at the caravan. And I won't be able to make that because I'm playing at bike party. And I, I it's just the worst timing, the worst fucking timing. Cause I would have been, I would have been at that monkey show too. But that's uh, if you're in the South Bay uh, Friday night, you got two choices, bike party, uh, ride your bike there. Or if you don't ride, if you do have to drive to the regroups, Park a ways away and walk in. We don't need your car up in the middle of that shit. Do not put your car in the middle of bike party. And then also Friday night is a uh, monkey and some other bands caravan. That's caravan San, Fran- San Jose. You can just look that up and there's probably other shit going on, but really go to the monkey show or go to bike party or I don't know, stay home and watch somebody else on Twitch. We're going to keep the music rolling here. This is so it goes by Periscope. We had Periscope. Oh shit. We got a raid. Hold on. Oh, it was cupcakes. Moo raiding us with one goat. Thanks for the raid. Thanks for the raid. One goat is better than no goat. I appreciate all the goats that raid us. This is uh, So It Goes by Periscope. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute with more banter. Also, local music people, feel free to hit exclamation point panel in the Twitch chat. Or if you're on Facebook Live watching this, go to echoplexmedia.com slash panel. You can jump on the panel with us. We have the technology, I think. 
What to do?
22 months. Risto, that's 20, 22 months. And Aristo is the lead gift subber as well. Risto has given out 75 gift subs as well in the channel. So Risto, you're a goddamn real one. Thank you for being a real one. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, we, the support uh, helps a lot. It gives me a little less time where I have to do my actual work and I can work on more stuff for the other shows and this show and mostly the other shows. So that's like a really good shit. Um, yeah. So thanks. And thanks, everybody. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, by the way, head on over to twitch.tv slash media. Make yourself an account and join the chat. Because if you are, in fact, saying anything in the Facebook live chat, no one is reading it. Nobody here is logged into that. And we're not going to. There's just too much shit. Twitch is, Twitch is where the fam is at. So, uh, Johnny Corn, you were telling us during the break that you uh, you worked on a, I don't know what, what your role was, but you worked on a pilot for yeah. a TV show. What's up with that? Well, uh, it's being shopped around right now, so we'll see what happens. So everybody, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we'll uh, see what uh, we can do. And what um, essentially, it's kind of a cool story. Um, there's a, back in the 70s, uh, it's a comedy based on an actual event. So back in the 70s, there was this um, uh, cat and mouse game going in between pot farmers and uh, the local law enforcement. And so what happened was they would put their uh, crops in middle of uh, th these um, cornfields uh, to, to hide them. And so it became, became known as Cornbread, and Cornbread is the name of the show. Uh, I played Jimmy, uh, a really dumb cop. Like, uh, it's it such a great comedic role for me that I just, um, and the, kind of the cool thing about it is that when this happened, um, I was approached, uh, to play it right after, um, uh, I got out of the hospital. And so I turned it down, uh, because I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, we weren't ready. I wasn't. And, uh, they waited for me. Uh, what they actually filmed around it, filmed all the other scenes, waited for, uh, my part. And then uh, film my part when I was a little bit better. So thank you, Michael. I think that is just a, this, a fantastic thing to do. This is uh, Michael Gilkinson. That is him. Very good, very good. We yeah. did a, we did a bit of a thing with him. You have interviewed him on your uh, podcast. Yeah, we've way. been uh, we've been friends for a long time. So the 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 core group from back in the day is uh, Reggie. That's uh, uh, Reggie Shorter. You Re can find uh, shorter than you on most uh, social media. Yes, and uh, my comedy partner uh, and best friend for many 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 years. So it's him. Uh, Michael and myself and so Michael is just basically uh, really doing it like he, he's doing that that whole production like uh, He's writing some of the best scripts I've seen and I've seen a lot of scripts uh, He's his humor uh, is is quite good. And we did this really really campy uh, Years ago, we did this really kind of campy uh, spoof of a horror movie uh, and then we have it with commentating uh, on uh, Echoplex on uh, YouTube. We do? Yes. So if you want to uh, check out some of the early stuff that we did. Um, and that was just us goofing off. We were playing ourselves. So what's, a, what's the deal with this, this, new, this new pilot? Is it, a, is it a comedy? Yeah, it's a comedy pilot based on a true story. Now, Michael's from Kentucky. This takes place in Kentucky. Uh, what happened was... The it, it's like a limited series, so it's, uh, there's like eight parts to it, um, and so we have one filmed, so you can show investors and and the networks and the streaming yeah, services I know, I know, and the, I, know how, I know how pilot season used to work. There's no pilot season anymore. Though, no, it's there, all the time. It's always pilot season. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Because you have like ten thousand streaming services now, right. uh, 
And if you subscribe to all of them, I mean, that's a lot of money at that point, but. So that's, that's real good. When, when did you start a uh, shop in the pilot around? How long has it been? Since you, uh, just recently, just recently. Like, so we, yeah. you, you know, it's, 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 it's still, still early days. So you're still not, early days, but you've sure. heard it here on local love first. Um, and uh, you know, and that's kind of the cool thing, man. Oh, I gotta just, uh, say to people like support live comedy. Um, we have not been able to be out there performing live for, uh, what a year and a half, um, something like that. And so, we really need your energy. So if you're vaccinated, come on out and, and just support local comedy, local music, local arts of any kind. Amen to that. And, um, which, which comedy venues are open is the, what is it called in Oakland? The, you, you interviewed the guy. He was real funny. Uh, is his, is his spot open? You know, I, I reached out to him to find out if he's still doing it virtually or if he's uh, live. And that's actually the stage that my standup is right now is I don't know who's open, who's not yet. What was the name of that spot? Uh, that was, was uh, that comedy, Oakland? comedy Oakland. Yeah. 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 Now I do know that Alameda, you know, uh, uh Alameda comedy club, uh, is open. Um, so they're up and running, uh, Patrick Ford, uh, runs that. And, uh, yeah, like here in the Bay area, it's going to be interesting. Um, and as far as Grapes of Laugh goes, um, I do plan on bringing it back, but, uh, the venue isn't ready yet. So we're, we're holding off. And Grapes of Laugh was a, a monthly uh, comedy event you were doing here in, uh, Campbell, California. And if you want to <laughs> hear some like, uh, routines, you know, from that show, it's a pretty legendary show. You, you, uh. There's a bunch of them, um, like just like the audio sets on uh, Echo Pucks Media's uh, website. And or you can go grab the By the Way podcast on uh, your favorite podcatcher, actually. It's, you can do that, too. It's everywhere, just like all of our other shows. Well, that's that's great. I do want to ask, you had said that doing uh, comedy on Zoom was a little bit hard. Did you have any uh, good experiences? Or did you have any experiences where you're like, hey, you know, this is better than I thought it was going to be? Not really. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, fair it, enough. It, it, you know, it's, it's funny because, uh, and this is the part that kind of sucks is that um the you you do your punch and you wait because they haven't heard it yet uh you uh the the energy of a live performance it's it's like the group the the fa like everybody out there is part of that energy the com comedian the audience or the musician in the audience and you don't have that with zoom so with zoom you'll hear them laugh but it's really funny because you'll go like um punchline and then nothing you know the and, one two and then people and then laugh. then people laugh yeah it's getting your timing down is just hard yeah that was um yeah that's that's definitely it's definitely difficult um i like i i know that like i know that like if i say something really funny on here that there's some lag and the 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 lag between my studio and twitch is less than zoom because it like on zoom like everybody's on wi-fi like it's a giant yeah. it's a giant mess yes Yes, it is. It's a giant mess. The other problem I would have to assume is that um, while you're doing your routine, if you want to be able to hear people laugh, their mics are open. And so you're hearing like, you're hearing like, you know, people's laptop mic or picking That's, them up, them opening a beer and it's like, yep. whoosh, like, like fairly loud. And it's just like a different scene. Whereas like, you know, if you're on stage, you've got a PA and the people are in front of you. And even if the room's a little bit loud, you kind of have you kind of have some space and the PA cuts through the room and that's like not necessarily the case on zoom. Well, I had a, a case where I was going to be, uh, there's a, like five of us and we're going to be on local, uh, television up in, in fact, we were up in, um, Santa Rosa 
And so uh, they had, you know, they selected the comedians. We come on, we do this uh, Zoom show. And uh, it turns out my entire set, from what I understand, um, I, I kept fading in and out because my internet connection was horrible. And so it's, it's like, oh, I'm doing this for exposure. This is going to be great. And then not so much. Yeah, it is. It is. It's real hard. I know, Juan, your band didn't play any uh, live, like virtual gigs. No, everything was uh, had to be uh, pre-recorded and, you know, for us to do uh, a live. Juan, talk into the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, everything had to do, everything was pre-recorded when we did our live uh, sessions. Um, because just because of the uh, things of, of associated with latency and stuff, it's it would be really hard. Just like Johnny's saying, it's, it's, there's that lag and other things you just kind of like, you know, it's relearning that whole uh, unbalanced behavior. If I guess that's the way to say it. <laughs> Well, your, I mean, your band is great. Like, I am a big fan, and I mean, I know we're we're all like friends with each other too. But like, you you know, I can also be a fan. Amen. That's right. You certainly can. We appreciate, it, brother. Thank you. And also, likewise, I'm here tonight in this room because of JC, motherfucking JC. Yes. So. Yes. Well. Yeah. Which, which JC? Johnny Corn. Johnny Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I know the only reason why I did that is for people that are going like, JC, JC, who's JC? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, I have the same initials as Jesus Christ? That's, that's, that's fantastic. fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> so, hey, you had mentioned Rebels Camp. I think we should probably rock a Rebels Camp jam. I think we're going to rock a No Next Time by the camp, and we'll be back in just a minute.
We're back, everybody. That was No Next Time by Rebels Camp. I don't have the albums up. What album was that off of? Wandy? Was that off of um, uh, Intense City or was that off of uh, 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 fucking The Kill? The Kill. It was off The Kill. Very good. It's off The Kill by Rebels Camp. It's a pretty old album, but it, I think it holds up pretty well. You know, I, I think Rebels Camp is awesome. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, they're a great band. You can, oh, by the way, I think we can, if you go uh, Bang Camp. Sean, it brings up a link. You can go out check out Rebels Camp's website and uh, their music and stuff. Can't wait <clears throat> for what's coming next from that band. Um, trying to trying to do music and comedy and basically any kind of entertainment other than specifically what I do here during this was like really hard on everybody. And I'm so glad everything's opening back up. Um, I'm super disappointed that I missed Monkey's show on Saturday night, but I ended up uh, ended up. Uh, First, I jumped on somebody else's show, and then I then I ended up streaming, and then um, uh, I'm super disappointed that I'm going to miss Monkey's show again on Friday because I'm going to be at a, um, a bike party playing, uh, you know, for all the lovely people on bikes. But super cool to see start th- things starting to come back. 
I think uh, Pierre's club, they're going to start opening the Red Room up again, and there's going to start being bands in there again over at okay. Back Bar, which is pretty super cool. Um, I'm also, um, well, it's, it'll be interesting to see what else made it, because I don't really know that like the other venues all that well, you know? Well, and I will say um, the first Friday Follies that uh, Juicy Delight uh, did over at um, the Stork, unfortunately the Stork's out of, out of business now, they're gone. Um, so it's like a lot of these really good, um, eat like shows, uh, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see which shows survived. Right. Right. Um, now I know that my show will be coming back in some form eventually, but not yet. Uh, and that's, uh, Grapes of Laugh. Um, but, uh, you know, gosh, and I, I wonder which, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Well, I'm just, the venues aren't, there's going to be less venues, right? Like what we were yeah. talking about a little bit during the pandemic is like, especially I forget what it was a while ago. It might've been like, like December or even now it was maybe January. I had a bunch of heads on like from the local music scene. And I was like, Hey, yo, y'all like once the venues start coming back, we're all going to have to stick together because otherwise like touring acts are going to come in and then it's fucking like, right. And like, it's going to be a while before the, the locals start getting uh, bookings. Because it's going to be hard, you're going to be competing with these kind of like mid-level touring bands that might be inclined to play a smaller venue that they wouldn't have been inclined to play before because they're itching to play just like everybody else. And I'm kind of hoping that local scenes and communities kind of stick together. Like I'm hoping Juicy Show uh, lands somewhere real good, you know? Yeah, and she does uh, a lot. Um, and so I do know that, I mean, I have no doubt that her burlesque shows will be back. Uh, and she's doing some now. Um, but not that she, I mean, she, she, she hosts like nobody's business. You know, I saw, um, I saw Jamie DeWolf's stuff is starting to come back Tourette's without regrets. That's really good to see. Um, we had him on to talk about, uh, he, you know, he's great grandson of L Ron Hubbard, but we had him on to talk <laughs> about that on our Thursday show about cults and the satanic panic. And he was really, really cool. And, uh, we also had him on local love to talk about his, um, like movies and stuff. And we ended up talking a little Scientology, I think too, but I got to think, think about getting that guy back on to talk about like what it's like for him coming back doing Tourette's without regrets, because that's a, um, you know, it's a, a big deal for a lot of people in the East Bay that a lot of people really like his shows and he's like a really good presenter and entertainer. It's good to see that he landed somewhere and your friend Juicy's like real funny and real nice and kind of got, kind of got all the right, all the kind of just kind of heading in the right direction and like the ways that I care about uh, outside of uh, arts and entertainment. And um, I hope she lands somewhere good too. Cause she's fucking rad. Yeah, well, she she's fantastic. Um, if you just uh, type in Juicy, the letter D, and then L I G H T Light, uh, Juicy Delight, um, and you're a fan of burlesque. I mean, she's she's fantastic. Book her. Book her to book her to host your burlesque show, your variety oh. show. Um, book her to M book her to MC your show with bands and just talk to people while the other bands setting up. I mean, she's she's great, especially if it was like a. I think she'd, you know, she'd make some, she'd make some inroads and makes people laugh at a punk show too. You know, she's a little bit punk rock. So, you know, she even hosted, uh, one year, um, a show I produced, uh, it was a clothing optional show over at Lupin and, uh, she actually hosted that show. Uh, I think the, the year that I headlined it, uh, and oh, yeah, wow. I booked myself as a headliner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've played the, I've played the loop and I really like that spot. Whatever. It's a nice spot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, the show, the show I played there was a, a rave and, um, while it was clothing optional, most people were clothed, but it, everybody was really respectful of each other. And it was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty great scene. And, um, fucking JK did the sound there. So it was like slamming. I know they don't do those kinds of parties there anymore. Everything's like more low key. Um, 
yeah, they, they don't do like loud, uh, uproarious sort of ravey stuff there anymore, but I'm glad I got in, got to play there while that was the case. The great venue. <clears throat> I have no idea if they're back, but, um, I figured, I figured they're probably back cause it's outdoors anyway. So it's like super safe for them. Yeah. They, uh, Lupin's, um, I get their, their newsletter and, um, there's not a whole lot of events on there yet. Uh, but it's a cool place to hang out if, if you're so inclined. Uh, the media wench is up in the chat, and she said, Liz and Mary Standish say hi. Yeah, Liz and Mary Standish. I don't know. Oh, hello. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure who that is, but, uh, maybe, media wench, maybe you can jump in the Discord and tell us who the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, maybe I should put ourselves in the Discord. Speaking of that, I'm going to play another song. This is Mechanical Dogs by Phases Ooh. LM. We'll be right back. I love this song. from across the yard Lightning breaks the silence of the distant dark Was it a gunshot or explosive or a firework? Specified alert In the distant dark In the distant dark I 
LM. Risto, thanks for thro- thanks for uh, tipping during the uh, during the song. Got a baby throwing money out the window. That's like literally what it's like giving money to this project. It's like a baby throwing money out the window. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that was a I've I'd never heard of that band. I think they're from the Peninsula. They just kind of found out about us and sent us their music. And I listened to it. I was like, their music is so cool because it's like again, it's so different than like most of the other stuff we have. It's like yeah, I was like super impressed when I heard it. I I was uh, just uh, talking during the break that or uh, during the song, the local music is just so good. Like I like that song, and I don't think I've heard that one before. No, we have like way more music. People because a lot of people like during the during the uh, the stay at home order or whatever. A lot of them hit the studio. Oh okay. Oh shit. It sounded by the way organic and very tribal, and you can imagine them holding big guitar-like instruments and plucking those sounds as the beat was going on. All right, Media Wench is up in the Discord. I've just invited her to speak. Woo! She should be... Media Wench, you there? Not yet, I guess. Uh, anyway, I've invited the Media Wench to speak in the Discord. I don't... I don't. I guess... I don't... I, I've not used this stages thing. I've used it on other people. No, we tested it out. Uh, Media Wench, if that doesn't work... Um, I guess we can go to the uh, open voice chat, but it should work. You should just raise your hand and I should be able to bring you in. Should be easy, easy, easy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, like we got a bunch of new music, I think, because um, so many people during the uh, during the stay at home hit up the record, like started recording and doing like different projects and uh, collaborating with people over the internet and whatnot. Mm. And that was that was some good stuff, I thought. Um <clears throat> You have a top five of uh, stuff you would like to play, or um, a top five? That's impossible. top one. I don't know. That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible to figure out at the top five of what I would like to play. Sure. Shark Raving. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Oh yeah, what's up, Stark Raving? Stark Raving is a sometimes co-host of the show. Jumps on via OBS Ninja late at night with me, drinks some schmalcohol, and talks some shit with me. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, why don't we? We'll rock a jam while we try to figure out uh, what's going on here. We bring the media engine via Discord to say hi. This is a white fuzzy bloodbath. This song is called Monster, and we just got this song a couple weeks, and they were just on the live show a couple weeks ago.
White Fuzzy Bloodbath. That song is called Monster, and I do believe we have the Media Wench up on the Discord. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Nice to see your lovely face, Mr. Corn. It has been a very long time. It it, it has. Uh, I decided to be uh, just a little bit dramatic uh, in, in between then and now. <laughs> So I um, virtually, through the magic of the internet, met some uh, acquaintances of yours uh, that are from the state of Jefferson, Aaron and Liz Standish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Say say hi for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I had um, somehow roundabout way it came up that we did Local Love and that uh, they had known you through doing uh, a comedy show up in uh, Northern California. Yeah, and I can't remember what show it was. Um, But yeah, it's funny too because like, it's so nice to run into people that uh, enjoy my comedy and actually say something to someone else, you know, nice about it. Right. (laughs) It's not just us bagging on you the whole time. Yeah, well. (laughs) I, I, I want to come out with these t-shirts. This is uh, Johnny Corn Comedy, the cure for insomnia. <laughs> Just. But it, anyways, yes, they remembered you fondly, and uh, they did want to uh, me to give you a shout-out and say hey. Um, but they are also, this is a uh, local music and event show, um, are starting to do shows again up there in Chico. Uh, oh, there are... Um, they just had a, their first show back um, on the 10th at Mulberry Station in Chico, but they're going to do a grand opening, um, a grand opening thing soon in the fall. Uh, but they're starting to book for up there now, um, so it's starting to things are starting to be a little bit more, just a little bit more normal. Uh, <laughs> they they opened this this last weekend and had a band called Big Mo and the Full Moon Band uh, with a special guest vocal. Volker Streifler, um, and uh, and it was a great time. A good time was had by all, and uh, and I'm I'm glad to see things starting to starting to be a little bit more a little bit more normal. More shows, more well, people out and about. And I, I just I just really uh, <clears throat> hope that everybody supports the local arts scene. You know, uh, whether it be music or comedy or you know dancing or what you know concert what, what whatever it is whatever basket it is. weaving whatever it is you know, uh, yeah yeah under uh, that's my degree is uh, underwater basket weaving yeah i i, I got that degree uh from, from harvard <laughs> also uh speaking of comedy i'd like to say congrats to uh nathan blaze mr nathan blaze uh, for um, reaching his goal on, or reaching the goal that somebody else had uh, set for his fundraiser, for him to get a place and uh, a vehicle and shit, so he can uh, kind of get get his shit back together after Wonderful. losing his job after being assaulted <laughs> in fucking oh. Northern California. I, I, um, I love the generosity. That's fantastic. Yeah, that was super super cool. All of these uh, all of these little communities are very supportive of each other, um, and uh, and I'm glad for it. <clears throat> Nathan is somebody that I think I would like to see out and about, starting to maybe do some actual like stand up comedy, maybe some open mic stuff. I think he'd be very good. <laughs> yeah, there are some uh, open mics. Uh, what what area is he in? 
Oh, he's up in uh, up in Reading. Oh, Reading. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah, know the scene up there. Yeah, he could probably hook up with. He could probably hook up with Liz and Aaron if he wanted to do some open mic stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get back on stage, man. It's been way too yeah. long. Me too. Well, it, my stage it, will be a monopoly board in a children's park. Yeah, just the fact, fact yeah. to be able to go outside is good. Yeah, yeah for sure. Thanks for thanks for giving us a call, Media Winch. It sounds like you're a, in a um, place with wind. Hopefully, that's a fan. Yes, it is a fan. <laughs> it's my biggest fan. Fuck, fuck Except man. for Star Braving in the chat. <laughs> but hey. yeah, have a good night, all. Just wanted to say hey, and uh, I will talk to y'all later. It's good to hear your voice. It's been been a while. Uh, you too, hon. I'll see you later. All right. Peace. Peace out, one. <laughs> that was the Media Winch joining us from next to a fan. In a room from her phone, I think. I know you all are used to hearing her sounding like she's in the studio, whether or not she is. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, everybody's probably pretty. Uh, everybody's pr- probably pretty glad to see you. Also, if you're watching on Facebook, hi. But also, don't watch shit on Facebook. Please. Yeah, <laughs> don't broadcast your shit on Facebook. Don't do any of that. See, I I do wonder who's more of a Bond uh, villain, um, Jeff Bezos or Zuckerberg. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, because he has he has the spaceship sure. and the, um, you know, all, all these big corporations and all that stuff. So uh, he, he's also like a real adult, I think. Yes, yes, that too. Well, and he's bald, so that helps. <laughs> you know, all he needs is a cat. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Lex Luthor. I bet he has a cat. What is Jeff Bezos? Is hella rich. He has a cat. He's probably got a cat you can't afford. Uh, it's probably true. Yeah, probably oh, has somebody so else to take care of it too. He doesn't even know the cat's name. He's just like I want a expensive cat. Uh, it's probably true. Oh, shout out to my cat, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, just <clears throat> actually, I got, I got to tell you guys uh, on uh, on Saturday, it's going to be uh, Donna's and my twenty eighth uh, wedding anniversary. Oh wow! I'm married for twenty eight fucking years. Oh, yeah, twenty eight years. Twenty five to life. It's like a it's 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 like a prison sentence. <laughs> Don is cool. I kid. Don I kid. Cool. <laughs> Don, no, Don knows my sense of humor. So. I mean, hell, she married a comedian. I mean, that that says it all. Right there. Congratulations, man, on the anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Um, I, I'm excited about it, and I uh, do like uh, Donna's stories of the day uh, whenever a big event kind of comes up. And I'm excited, you know, just to be able to survive for me. To survive long enough to celebrate the twenty eighth, and um, yeah, and yeah, twenty twenty kind of s- like sucked in general, but definitely sucked for me. But I'm I'm glad I'm here, and and I'm excited. I'm excited. I did want to like give a, uh, a quick shout out to uh, Phil Johnson. Oh who yeah, has Phil. been has been taking who took the uh, the well, he had already been streaming a little bit uh, his comedy and music anyway, but then he took the whole changeover and stride. And a couple times we did shows and he was just always ready and always there. And his gear was always hooked up. Right. And he was always live. And, um, he was always in our Twitch chat, like chopping it up with the people who were watching. We were piping his shit in from his Twitch to our Twitch. And he was in our Twitch chat. And it's like, um, I just want to say that like, you know, I'm glad everybody's getting back out there, but I do want to like give a little bit of love out there to like uh, Nahal and Austin. You did a really good job of, um, making that switch to virtual, um, uh, fucking Sakura was killing it at the beginning of the pandemic with all her uh, live streams. Yes. Also, Monkey, uh, they stream some of their practices, and the qu- the audio quality on that has gone up significantly since the first one. Um, just all these acts out there. Uh, Brendan Getzel has been doing a fantastic job. Uh, a lot of times late at night, we... Uh, oh, shit. 
Adam Rainstopper, thanks for the $10 donation. I hope you like the kitty sitting on the nug. Thank you for giving us $10, Adam. That's great. You've bypassed the, uh, you've bypassed the Twitch. Um, when you do that, you bypass the Twitch, the nasty Twitch 50, 50 split. They do. So thanks a lot. Um, Wow, they take fifty percent. Uh they do, but also it's easier to monetize on Twitch than anywhere else. Well, that's and, true. And too. the, the community is like stronger, so it's actually worth it. I make way more on Twitch than on Patreon. Got it. Um, but also, like, I have not been paying attention to Patreon. Um, but also, like, who else? Uh, but Brennan Getzel, we've been raiding him. I know he's uh, he had to move his uh, his equipment from um, the uh, the garage to upstairs, so he's streaming earlier, and now he's raiding us, and it's probably traumatic for his uh, viewers. But uh, Brennan Gitzel did a really good job. Also, Cat Robichaux's put on a couple good performances, uh, live performances. And uh, I guess Sweet Haya, in addition to Nahal and Austin, have done a very good job on all their um, on all their performance stuff. And I just think that, uh, you know, it sucked for a lot of people, but also I think that a lot of, uh, especially music artists, but I imagine comedians too, have come out of this with uh, another tool in their tool belt. They're like, oh, why does my, why does it suck when I'm on a Zoom show? You're like, you know what, maybe... If I turned off and turned back on my router once in a while, my internet would be better. You're like, you know what? I, now I need a mic. I need a better mic. Right. And so now, like, even if the, now the comedy club might have a mic, but you might have one in your bag. So if the mic at the comedy club, you're like, what the fuck is this? You plug the one in your bag and you're good to go. <laughs> there like, there you, you go. People would, have like come out of this, I think, with like a whole different set of tools in their tool belt. And I think a lot of musicians and uh, comedians have just upped their, their ability for them to produce. And I, I'm hoping a lot of comedians will come out of this and have a podcast that they do from their own house because if you bought a mic, you're almost all the way there, you know? So, well, that, that is certainly true. Of course, uh, I, I, I just think that, um, you know, getting back out there, it, it's going to be healing for the community too. So like just the ability to go see music or see uh, a concert, you know, uh, uh, a comedy show, it, it's going to be, I think, very therapeutic for everybody. I think so too. And, oh, and I forgot Ash has fallen, man. They, those, they fucking did it up. Juan, remember that first fucking when they did the first the first sofa when they when they when they flipped their thing on and their chat their fucking room was like a goth club and shit <laughs> yeah it was all anybody could talk about after the first sofa and shout out to the people from sofa we ended up uh not working with them anymore but uh they did they did a real good job to try to bring everybody together and uh shout out to the sofa people especially uh, phil jimmy and uh shout out to people over at art boutique you did a very good job on their screen streams mm. that's a uh, it's a Dan, Dan Vado, who I had on for a great interview like a month and a half ago, and also Mark, who helped him out on the technical end. Um, just everybody did a real good job, I think. And uh, now that we're ready to go back, I think it's just uh, pretty impressive that I, that oh, a lot of uh, entertainers have now have like digital production in their tool belt to some extent, even if it's just I know how to plug a mic into my computer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because a lot of people didn't know that and they didn't care. And all of a sudden you're stuck at home. Now you have to figure out how to get a mic into your computer. I know the pandemic, Juan, you bought a dope microphone. Yeah, man. Thank you, sir. I got, uh, it was a PreSonus uh, PD-29. It's basically only like 130 bucks, but it, it, it's, it, it hangs in there, man. It has that, uh, the tone. The tone, yeah. I got this. Santa Claus got it to me. This is a Sure MV7. Oh, yeah. I had to replace the foam on it, though, because it sounds like poop with the original foam on it. This foam is better because it takes care of the P's and the T's and the S's. But um, since it's a music show, we're going to rock some more music. I have this ballad of um, Mila. It's like a vampire, the ballad of Mila up. But I remembered. I remembered that the video for this is amazing. So we're going to run the video instead. Um, this is. We had uh, Ashes Fallen on like a month and a half, two months ago. Everything seems like a month and a half, two months ago, right? But. Uh, 
but we, yeah, we had them on, uh, James and Michelle and, um, Jason did a great interview. Juan, you were in there. Uh, Jason's a little bit shy and Juan, you did a real good job of making, bringing Jason in a little bit to talk. And, uh, this is the video that they had just released when they came on. And this video is fucking phenomenal. This is called the ballad of Mila vampire by ashes fallen and we'll be back in just a minute everybody
That was Omila, the Ballad of Vampira. That is awesome. I, I, that video is incredible. It was, it was. You can check it out on YouTube. That's just check out the Ashes Fallen uh, YouTube page, um, which I haven't even fallen, followed yet. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, well, whatever. I followed the wrong thing, but, um, oh, there, I followed it. Now, yeah, check out Ashes Fallen on YouTube. They don't have a lot of subscribers and they should because they're putting out another video pretty soon and it's going to be fantastic, just like this one. Uh, cool story about that. Uh, Michelle Perry, the uh, keyboardist and James Perry's wife, um, learned how to use uh, Adobe Premiere just to edit that video. Oh, so she did that. Yeah, that's her. She she edited that video. She learned how to use the software just to edit that video. And it came out great. Um, she's a better video editor than me. And she like edited one fucking video. <laughs> right, right. That's amazing. I don't Gosh. care that much about video editing, though, to be perfectly honest. This is like audio first. Audio always has to be good. And the audio on that definitely was. Mm. Uh, it's, it's just good all the way around. Yeah, they recorded that at the chapel. They live, I don't know if you've been following them. They live at mm -hmm. a, an old church up uh, just outside of Sacramento. Maybe not just 45 minutes outside of Sacramento, something like that. We're uh, actually planning on going up and visiting them. You'll see pictures and shit up there. And maybe maybe we'll bring up a small setup, me and the media one, and broadcast from the chapel. But yeah, I'm just like, again, that was maybe she wouldn't have been able to do that if she wasn't working from home during the pandemic. So that's great. Another, you know, another good thing about the pandemic is maybe she's going to pick up video editing because everybody was stuck at home. So it's like not all bad news from the, the pandemic. Yes. Now, now we know, um, like just picking up a hobby, uh, or a, a new, I mean, like a lot of people did in, during this whole thing or, or they, they ended up picking up, um, the ability to do something, uh, and you know, some people have new professions that they never thought they'd have. It's really, really kind of been an interesting time. Yeah, man. I agree with that. Um, the opportunity to <clears throat> learn something online, it's, it's, it's all there. Like, you know, uh, you, how you to could, make bread. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's amazing what you could do, man. It really is. So like in the, in the beginning, people were doing weird things like learning to make bread. I remember the bread thing. I'm like, do I really need to bake a loaf of bread? And I thought to myself, you know what, Dave, you don't need to bake a loaf of bread. Go over to you, Safeway. You have plenty to do, actually, Dave. You don't need to bake a loaf of bread just to prove to Becky that you're as basic as she is. I, I never really uh, got into that whole thing. I also didn't get into the hoarding of uh, like toilet paper uh, or uh, understood it. Um, you know, it's not like the stores ever closed. They're always open. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we, we kind of learned, you know, we, everybody should be kind of proud of themselves. And, and those, I, mm -mm. well, <laughs> that, that's true too, but, but like, um, <laughs> and, and those of you who've gotten vaccinated, thank you. And California's done a really good job with that. Actually, actually, more importantly, those of you who have not go fuck yourselves. Unless you have like a real medical reason, because like this is this is dumb. You're like fucking everything up for everybody else. So, well, and the only other thing I'll say about it is, if you talk to the medical professionals, their uh, ICU, what have you, the people that are there are uh, for COVID, are unvaccinated, uh, are unvaccinated. Yeah, I was going to make that point. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Just to s see that there are people out there who are just going crazy like that, where they would not only put their own lives at risk, but but others others that can't get vaccinated like uh children can't get vaccinated i mean not I'm, yet yeah not yet and so like do it for your children you know do it for that stranger that you don't even know exists that you cross like i don't know 
you're exposing to them because you're at a concert, right? So don't go to a concert if you're not vaccinated, is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely don't go to the concert if you're not vaccinated. Or a comedy uh, show. Or yeah, don't 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 get don't get Jay Corn's uh, other unvaccinated. Never mind. There's none of this makes sense. Everybody everybody just do the thing. And if you can't get vaccinated, like I don't know, fucking that's too bad, I guess. But I'm a uh, I'm real glad we live in Santa Clara County because like yes. one of the bad things about this place is it's full of engineers. But one of the good things about this place is it's full of engineers, and engineers mm-hmm. tend not to be anti-vaxxers. So yeah, which know. is fantastic. We we have a very very low rate here now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know I I. Which makes me more comfortable being able to go back out in public and, and perform live. Also, I miss it. Like, uh, having to recover uh, from, um, you know, like, my health issues and not having comedy to fall back. Like, my therapy has always been comedy. And, right. you know, particularly when I host, because then I'll just, hey, this is what happened since the last time you saw me. You know, um, I usually do that. Like, a lot of my shows have done that. But, I'm a host one of your shows. Yeah. I'm a good show host. Yeah, well, there you go. I'm there a very go. good show host. Um, I'd be like, is there a TV? Can I play, <laughs> Can I play something here? <laughs> I'm a host your show. We're going to do a roast. We're going to roast Johnny Corn. Yeah, roasted corn. Yeah, we won't We won't do that. That shit will be inappropriate for uh, the fucking little wine bar, though. We'll have to find another spot. <laughs> yeah, we have to find another spot. The, the, you know, the kind of the cool thing about um, Grapes of Laugh is the fact that it's been a year and a half or something like that since we've had a show and that people are still asking me about the show and when it's coming back. Um, you know, I think the following will, I was kind of concerned about this, uh, during the pandemic, but I I do think that the people that are fans of that show are going to return. Uh, I, you know, because I've been asked enough about it that I'm, I'm pretty confident. And I mean, to the extent that, that some of them don't, once that place is open back up and having like, uh, entertainment and stuff, I think people are going to be motivated to go there anywhere because anyway, because it's kind of a nice place. And so, it has a very nice wine bar over on uh, Campbell Avenue, two three four Campbell Avenue, downtown Campbell. Um, say you know, go go say hi to Carol for me. Uh, she's the owner, and say Johnny Corn sent you. You know, I'll be, John, I'll be all Johnny Corn said you should give me a free beer. You see, there you go. <laughs> you know, I I think I'm the only one that was uh, drinking uh, beer at a wine bar. I I just think that's kind of kind of funny <laughs> you must not be because that place always has really good beer on top oh they so, do yeah so you must not mm-hmm. be otherwise they wouldn't go through the trouble to figure out like how to get them get their hands on like good local local beer so and the um you know it's, it's funny because I, I don't know if you remember the winery show um that i had like two winery shows at a place called savannah chanel and uh, then the pandemic hit oh, talk about yeah. the wrong time to to create a second show you know my timing was excellent yeah all right, so check this out. I had Dave Gundacker on. I also think this was a month and a half ago. And now I just think anything that happened before is a month and a half ago, I guess. Um, I think maybe Gundacker we had on uh, two months ago. Um, but Dave Gundacker came on. Dave Gundacker is a super cool guy. And I'm looking forward to having him in the studio for an interview, possibly with one or more of his other bandmates. Here's a song they recorded during the pandemic. This is called, um, where'd it go? It's called Cleopatra by Gundacker. And this is like a really interesting song because they all recorded all of their parts on their cell phones. Oh, really? And then put it all together. So the drums are going to sound a little kind of underwatery, like they're from a cell phone mic. Right. But considering that they all use the mics on their cell phones for this song. It's amazing. Man. Here we go. Cleopatra, Gundacker. <laughs> Thank you. 
Wow. So all things considered, that that came out pretty good, huh? That came out great. Fucking sick. Whoa. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm just baffled that that was done. I mean, it, it just blows my mind, I should say, uh, that that is all cell phone, man. That, well, that's awesome. I mean, I assume that it went to uh, like a studio afterward for like proper oh, mixing sure, and stuff. Sure. But yeah, considering it was like, I, there's no way. Like Media Wunsch just called in from a cell phone and we could hear her fan and it, like, it sounded... It sounds like they did a lot of prep work and like just tried to make sure that it sounded uh, good before they uh, yeah, that, sent it off. That was amazing. I mean, it really was. And wow. Yeah. If you hadn't told me that, I would have sent, I would have naturally assumed it was done in a live recording studio. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. That's Gundacker. Um, I, I think you can just type in Gundacker into, into a search engine. You could even spell it wrong. I think that, uh, it would fix it for you. Maybe if you put music or San Jose in there, it might help you too. Do I have, oh, maybe I have them in here. Hold on. So they're uh, actually from San Jose. They're from the South Bay. That's pretty cool. Oh, Gundacker isn't on my uh, bot thing. But yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're out of like Morgan Hill, Gilroy area. Actually, oh, wow. I think. Wow. Shout out to the 408. Yeah, I think they're out of like the, like the South County or whatever. I'm not sure though. Yeah. I, I, I just... Um, I, I got to see them in concert. If they're that good on a cell phone, I can just imagine them live. And I don't think, uh, well, I know I haven't seen them live yet. Uh, I hope to correct that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They're all, um, they're all, uh, older, older than me, like older, older dudes than me. So they all have like families and stuff. And there's a, and, oh, and their female singer is amazing. But yeah, they're, you know, it, it may be a while until they, they get a show. They may not be first in line just cause they're, uh, they have like other obligations and stuff, families and whatnot. No, I totally understand that, and I, I would imagine uh, if it's anything like what's going on with the comedy world with the music, is, is that uh, as the venues open up, everybody's like talking to the producers, going like, "Get me on, get me on, get me on." So there's like, uh, like hundreds of people trying to like go for like six spots, you know. It's competitive, huh? Yeah, like, yeah. It's 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 gotten a little bit crazy out there, man. Well, we'll see. I think that'll all chill out at some point or as like, as we open up more and stuff. I don't know though. I, I don't like, I don't even know what venues are open, so I wouldn't even know where to ask, but. And that, that is the other thing. Cause I was a little bit out of it for a while there. And so a lot of things may have changed that I just was too busy recovering to, to notice. And I really hope that, uh, you know, we get a more vibrant, um, you know, art scene here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm dead. that's what that's. I mean, that would be lovely, but that's like the, the least likely thing that's ever going to happen. Uh, particularly, like in San Jose, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like like Santa Clara County is uh, just it's Silicon Valley, man. And it basically it's Silicon Valley, and so you have uh, a, a bunch of engineers. I was asked the other day, like, uh, why, why do you live uh, here? And I said, well, I, I was I was born here. I, I grew up in Campbell, uh, and they're like. Uh, but you're not in high tech. Right. Yes, I was born here. They're wondering why you didn't move. Yeah, I think that's more it than anything else, right? So that was just a weird conversation to have, but yeah. that's going to make my, it's way into my routine at some point, because I'm going, no, I was I was actually born in O'Connor Hospital right off of uh, 880. You know, I haven't moved far. Yeah, yeah I mean, as a fellow uh, native Bay Arean, I, I agree We're, with that, that sentiment. It's like, why would you would assume uh, just because you don't a person doesn't work in technology that they would not they shouldn't be here or, or they're not 
meant to be here. Well, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, right? And I will say that uh, being a native of uh, the Bay Area is uh, an endangered species now. Uh, I will say that. So there's a little bit of that going on where everybody's kind of moved away because they're going like, hey, it's really expensive here. I think I'll move to Portland or I think I'll move to Omaha or I think I'll move to Seattle or whatever. Uh, and, you know, so there's been a lot of flight from uh, natives, um, you know, that were born here, you know, like. Uh, well, like people move around a lot, though. It's not like people just are leaving here. People are leaving all kinds of places that they used to live to go live somewhere else. In fact, yeah. like a lot of the people here and a lot of the reason that uh, some folks think the culture died is that a lot of like um, like tech people, a lot of basically like upper middle class white dudes like moved here and didn't understand the culture of the Bay Area and that they think that is part of what ruined San Jose. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, and it's funny because San Jose, well, Campbell is, uh, is doing pretty well. I mean, like, but uh San Jose is kind of like that sleepy town that grew up and is still a sleepy town. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, there is a nightlife here. Well, there was a nightlife here. There will be a nightlife here again. Um, downtown has some pretty nice things, downtown San Jose, but um, including the San Jose Improv, uh, I might add. Um, just throwing that one out there. What is the fate of the uh, San Jose Improv at this point? You know, I don't know. Uh, and I, I, I really feel bad about that. I do know that they were delivering food for a while um like you know you can have takeout because you know they they have uh cooks and all that so so they're trying to survive the pandemic by doing that but uh but that was a little bit ago i wonder if they like got a grant or like a ppp loan or anything if they got any help that would be that would be fantastic yeah yeah and rooster tea feathers uh, uh actually i prefer perform in between the two places performing actually like rooster tea feathers better because it's smaller uh, it's more intimate. I like smaller venues. I like it where, uh, I mean, I have performed for a larger audiences, but it's different. It, you know, when it's a smaller venue, you get to, uh, get to know people a little bit, you know, like it, it's just, I like the feel of that, you know, the intimacy of it all. And yeah, I like bigger venues always. The more people, the better. Now I, I will say if I'm going to do a big venue, I like the outdoor ones better. Um, but that's just me and we have such nice weather all the time, but, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I, now when was the last time, um, that uh, you guys were able to perform? Man, it's been a minute and over a year and I don't know exactly the exact, um, performance that we, we, uh, which was the last one, but I will say this, um, it was, uh, Every uh, Friday or so, we we were like the house band of that one spot, and um, that was really amazing. Uh, the foyer, the forager, to have played there, and um, you know, interacting with people, and not only that, but on first Fridays, how you know you could walk through first Fridays, right, and you would see all these interesting things, a lot of art. Now I know that, like you know, people say um, would would say like you know the, the, the downtown art the downtown scene in san jose it may it may be stale for people but apart at least from an artistic point of view there's a lot of innovation a lot that, of amazing well, art happening in, in the uh that is definitely true and you have to kind of look for it a little bit um because you i mean there's a lot of great music here in san jose uh well we're not in san jose but san jose or san jose adjacent um, there's a lot of good stuff happening in San Francisco as well in Oakland, 
Uh, it's just a matter of uh, everything's a little bit different now, and so it's just a matter of seeking it out. Uh, yes. Support your local um, underground uh, music scene, comedy scene, entertainment scene. You know, I'm Johnny Corn, by the way. You're it, you're ecstasy dealer too. Like when yes. things start opening back up, support your local ecstasy dealer. Oh, definitely. Yes, <laughs> of course. That goes without saying. Uh, yeah, and if if anyone just wants to laugh, I, and I I know we mentioned this earlier, but uh, if if you uh, type in by the way uh, Johnny Corn, uh, and that's Johnny with an H, and Corn with a C, uh, then you'll you'll uh, come across my uh, uh, like podcast. But even if you just like need to like 15 minutes to just laugh the the uh there's tracks from very 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 good comedians on there and um i i don't have a favorite really um they're all really really good but the one that sticks out in my head is uh charlie walker uh he actually sung a song about me in that uh, oh, wow. yeah so it and it was funny it was funny yeah, the Charlie Walker with the piano and the the the, the comedy was really funny. Yeah, oh. yeah, but I mean, like all of them are on there. I think Phil Johnson's on there, uh, possibly, maybe. You interviewed Phil, yeah? Yeah, I interviewed him. Phil's a real good interview, by the way. I've interviewed Phil a couple times. For I think he was life. like one of my first. Yeah, Phil's a real good interview because he's also like a broadcaster and he like kind of understands what's going on. Phil's a top quality like interview for sure. Like I'll I'll have Phil Johnson on for an interview all the time fuck it he's great i'll interview him until the end of time yeah and you know it's funny because like uh i like the comedy music thing yeah i i just think it's a fantastic i only like it if it's to... not whack well yes it has to be good uh phil johnson's good charlie walker's good there's some out there that are not so much uh but if you do it and you do it well then that's pretty cool yeah execute execution it's, it's all about execution so Juan, what do you since uh since your band's kind of on hold uh right now while you're looking for a drummer good luck looking for a drummer in san jose have you been doing any like solo stuff you've been hanging out in the daw and like making any beats or anything um believe it or not i have not no here's the deal you know it's like uh um i, I think i mentioned this the last time i was on the show where i secretly i always wanted to get like a, a casio homer ranger keyboard <laughs> wait 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 because, wait wait wait. <laughs> did, did i hear you correctly that's right that's right sir you mean like well let me let me tell you something like in the early days um back in the uh when i was grew up in east bay union city uh, james logan high right oh and um i remember uh 1980 sick it was 1985 or so and i had right. my little casios you know little mini 25 key right and during recess time and stuff i would try to do the theme song from uh beverly hills that's that's pretty cool it was like it was it was fun times and then of course like at late at night i would pull out the uh van halen 1984 album right oh that was an excellent album copy yeah. the jump thing. oh dun, dun, dun. yeah that you know for the for those of you too young to remember, uh, Casio was really big in the eighties. Like, yeah, the Casio watch, yeah, the Casio keyboard, oh, yeah, yeah, the calculator watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so yeah. Oh, and uh, do you remember? Okay, because you're of a certain age. Do you remember the the 
big console TV made out of real wood, and it was fantastic, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And it didn't oh, yeah. work, so you had a smart TV on top of it. The RCAs. The, yeah, RCA, Zenith. The Zenith. If you had a, let me tell you something right now back then, if you had a Zenith 25-inch in color, Zenith TV. You were doing very well. Well, that, my dad bought us a Zenith Ooh. TV. I remember Mary Tyler Moore. I didn't realize it was in all these different colors until yeah. like the opening sequence is in all these different colors. And I didn't know that until we got a color TV. Oh, wow. That was pretty... Yeah, I was just... I, I remember being like, oh my God, that's fantastic. I was little at the time and I, I'm showing my age now. You know what I used to think? Like, you know how the old shows were in black and white? Yes. You'll never guess what I used to think. That the world was black and white when yeah actually yes. wow yeah, that it, awesome. no that because I thought the, the same thing that was the first time I remember my dad actually making fun of me was when <laughs> <laughs> he found out I thought that <laughs> the first time my dad ever like directly and publicly and by publicly I mean in front of my mom made fun of me so you know it, it's funny because I would uh, my my mom is so dry uh, in a lot of ways that um, I would purposely say something inappropriate. To get her attention, uh, and to just to, to get a reaction, right? Um, so that was kind of kind of fun. And my dad was a uh, university professor, right? So he was very much think of all the stereotypes of uh, uh, of that, you know, like the pipe and the tweed jacket with the yeah. patches on the shoulder. Uh, Can I have some? Uh, I mean, like I mean, it's that. Like a, it's, like a, it's like a professor pipe right here. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think he's up. And, and uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, of course, I don't smoke tobacco. Um, but yeah, he, he. But the smell, the aroma of the uh, the pipe, um, tobacco. I mean that memories. Anyway. Yeah. Man. All right. So um, we got a couple. We got a couple songs. I'm going to try to get in. Well, we'll get in a couple. A few more songs here. There's a band called Dark Satellite. They're on um, the same record label that Periscope is on. And I fucked for the life of me. I can't remember fucking the name of that record label. Um, they like like all my shit on Instagram and stuff too. And I just cannot remember it. It's the same uh, label that uh, Periscope is on. But this song by uh, Dark Satellite called Fatima is fantastic. And we're going to rock this jam real quick. And uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Fuck yeah.
of the Dark Satellite. The song is called Fatima. Uh, shout out to the record label that they're on. It's the same record label Periscope's on, and I just don't fucking remember it. Yeah, may, may I say that tonight the music's been, well, of course it always is, but tonight just seems, maybe it's because I haven't been here for a while. and, and right? You'd be forgetting. Uh, but, oh my God, the music tonight is fantastic. You'd be forgetting. Did you know, though, you, get a, you go onto like the TuneIn app on your phone if you have that, or just eplex.xyz in any browser, and it just fucking shuffles all the fucking music all the time. You hey, I'm I'm gonna do that. I mean, you know, I should do that at work. Yeah, if you can wear headphones at work or whatever, get the TuneIn app because if you do it on the web on your phone, it's fucked up. It doesn't work right. But if the TuneIn app always works, it's it's it, it is really interesting having a day job though. Um, but I'm getting a lot of material out of it. Um, you know, when I was full time entertainment, uh, that I I could sleep in till like you know eleven o'clock in the morning, and I did. Um, yeah. now I have to actually get up in the morning. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, that's okay though. That's okay though. Um, I want to talk about, um, Donna a little bit, but not in the way that you want to talk about her. She's yeah. a photographer. She is. She's a fantastic photographer. Yes. So if you need headshots, if you need, um, in fact, uh, probably the easiest thing is if you look up, uh, Donna Brammer, uh, and it was, you know, probably either say San Jose or Campbell. Uh, she'll, she should pop right up. Uh, Brammer, B-R-A-M-M-E-R. So she doesn't have the corn last name, uh, just so everybody uh, knows that. I mean, that's not even really your last name. No, it's... it's I mean, it's, I just doxed you, or what's the opposite <laughs> of doxing, I forget. Well, I mean, you know, it's a stage name. It's it's my alter ego. Um, yeah, no, John Nalty is my real name, and the reason why Johnny Corn became my stage name is... Because it's it's your jokes are corny? The, oh, there's that, too. <laughs> uh, my... I, I have three older sisters you and know what I like, I like having comedians on cause I could joke about them and they're like, whatever dude. <laughs> it's like, it's like I've had somebody yelling anti homophobic slurs at me during my entire set. Whatever you say doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I have, uh, my mom bought me the Joey doll by Fisher price. And if you Google it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But as where you can tie the shoelaces and, uh, and what have you. Well, um, so I said to my mom, uh, do I need to name him uh, Joey? And she goes like, no dear, you can name him whatever you want. So I said, great, I'm going to name him Johnny Corn. And so she turns to me and goes like, why Johnny Corn? And so I said, after my two favorite things, me and Corn. And I have three older sisters and they ran with it. So really, <laughs> uh, Johnny Corn is uh, my stage name, but it's also tip of the hat to my sisters. Tip of the hat to everybody's sisters. Fuck it. Yeah. And my brother. Hi, Will. Respect. So Juan, I know you didn't you didn't play any gigs and do a lot of music stuff, but I think you bought some fucking keyboards during the pandemic, did you not? You know, I uh, I I, I kind of picked up a couple things, new things I've been trying to. It was all in preparation of of eventually looking forward to playing live again, and eventually it actually happened. Um, I should even I should mention this just just as a drop uh, with the band sure. Lowest and Providers. Uh, we. Uh, we had a great, fantastic uh, last two months. We've been playing live as a band, uh, and uh, it's kind of like the way I would describe music. It's kind of like more on the, uh, the jazz, free jazz type of thing, a jam jam band. It's jazz, but it's jam band also, and has incorporates a lot of different f flavors, you know. And um, uh, we just did uh, it was about three weeks ago. We we did a gig downtown in Willow Glen at. Uh, john's bar and grill oh and i saw pictures of that and it wasn't even from you it was from the band's page because you didn't take any pictures and post them that's right and there was uh 
Hey, you know, I am not the photographer. I just play keys. I, I'm married to a photographer, by the way. Damn right, you are. Okay. Having said that, it was. Hey, if it was Donna's great looking to see for it. some like cool. Co- oh, I'm sorry, I hate to. Nah, fuck it. It's my show. I'll interrupt anyone sure. I want. But <laughs> um, if Donna's looking for a cool thing to photograph, y'all should come out to bike party, and she should take some pictures. I will mention that to her. If she's, you know, obviously bike party doesn't have three nickels to rub together to pay her, but if she's kind of looking for some action shots and like some community events to like add to her portfolio, bike party is a great place to do I, it. I will definitely mention that, you know, the, the, it's really affected us, uh, financially, this uh, whole uh, thing, because like she did like a lot of weddings and, uh, yeah, people just be fucking during the pandemic. Nobody's getting married. Exactly. Well, the other thing is that she does like headshots and she does, uh, um, uh, uh, portraits and so the portrait business uh, dried up as well um, because people were you know like locked in their house going like I don't need pictures of my kids they're right there so I, I like totally interrupted Juan Juan um, are you how many gigs have you played with those imp- improvisers since the pandemic has ended you might be the most prolific artist of all of us since the pandemic ended we did at least five gigs that's huge Juan that's the most gigs anyone's done I, I think that's probably accurate. Yes. Juan has done the most gigs of anyone in San Jose. Yeah. Different in different kind of spots. Santa Cruz. Uh, there was one. No, I mean, Shout you're out to in the one. I mean, you're in San Jose. I don't mean all the gigs had to be in. You, you've even been on tour. You've been to Santa Cruz. Yeah. Uh, and that would be considered a tour in the pandemic. <laughs> you know, you're really? leaving one. Yeah. You're leaving one county to go to another. There you go. We did a tour. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to come out to one of the Los Improvisers gigs for sure. Uh, it's just that I stream every fucking night. I'm like, like I said, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a spot cause I really like nightlife and shit, but I'm like in the process of a, hopefully by the end of this year, a career change and fucking give up a fucking shit on Amazon and eBay. It'd be fantastic. But I really want to go see Los Improvisers. Never seen that band. And uh, when I see the live videos, it's always from somebody's cell phone. And I'm like, I bet that sounds really good in the, uh, in the venue. <laughs> you no. Know? Cause it's like, you said, it's like, uh, like, um, kind of like uh like smooth like new jazz kind of yeah think about like if you go to a a spot and you want to just uh have a conversation with people have have that type of a vibe where you talk to people and there's good music in the background that's that you know everybody's uh we're playing the the, uh, everything between funk soul r&b and jazz and but at the same but at the same time we're being respectful to the venue and we play it at a a, a, a volume where well, it's, it's, uh, you know it's, where people can have conversations and drinks. You know, so, so, so you're not having it drilled up to eleven. Well, and uh, the other thing is like I, it's not right. that kind of band from what I've heard. It's definitely like kind of smooth. You know, everything just feels real smooth. Don't get me wrong. If y'all went to a, a proper space and turned up, it would sound smooth and loud, which would be fine, right? Oh yeah. But it's 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 definitely like dinner music kind of. It's it's oh, super okay. super classy. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, I. Like I say, I, I admire um, people that do things that I can't, and I tried to be a musician at one point in time, and uh, I could play instruments really mediocrely. Is well, that a word? Mediocrely? I, I, I yes, know, sure. But I would love to see you jam. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> Juan's like, Juan's like, maybe it's funnier than your comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, that's good. That's good. I'm gonna give you. I'm t- I, 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 no. Yo, do you think that like? Yo, we're like a, we we're like people make these tiers of streamers, and we're on like the B tier. All of a sudden, we were like at the very bottom tier. You think you think you think the fucking none of these people know who either you are. These people are all here to see me, and they're not here to see me because I'm not funny. Like, okay, so my name is Johnny Corn, 
by the way. By the way. Which is the name of my podcast. Uh, and if you want to listen to some old uh, pre-pandemic uh, great comedy, get yourself to laugh or what have you, then uh, check out, by the way, wherever you get your podcast, uh, including Echoplex Media's website. I have, a, I have one thing to say about that, uh, if I can find it. Yes. Okay. Maybe I can't find it. Well, I, I can talk until you find it. Well, yeah. but then you'll be saying something different. That's true, too. Oh, well, whatever. It's, it should be like, shout out to myself. Shout out to myself. I'm Here awesome. We go. Hold on. Okay. Shout out to myself. <laughs> That's fucking Mr. Brandon. We had him on for Catterday a couple of weeks ago. He was very confused. Um, <laughs> very confused. But then he DJed and it was fine. And everybody in the chat that sticks around when I DJ late at night. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're going to play another song because uh, my drink is empty. And that's a good reason my drink is empty. Um, this is uh, this band called Offworld. Uh, y'all know Kevlar, Kevlar Nuklar. My favorite thing about Kevlar, by the way, is on the weekends, he sends pictures out that is like, I'm at turn three at Laguna Seca. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's my favorite thing about Kevlar, because then eventually cars are going to be going by him and at a high rate of speed, and that's fucking cool. Also, Kevlar's a super nice guy. We're probably going to have him on again soon. He'll, he's, one, he's one that has to come into the studio. From what I understand, I understand that his uh, he's not um, he's not uh, really trying to set up a studio just to come on the show. Anyway, this is a uh, talk about UFOs by Offworld. That's Kevlar Nuclear Project. Um, their other project is uh, what the fuck is the name of that? Never mind. Anyway, I'll be right back with a drink and a smile.
Mars Cantina is the name of his other band. Check out, um, I don't know, check out Offworld, check out Mars Cantina, check out all the acts that we play here. And if you have any questions about anything, just hit me up on Discord. What's happening, Wall Miles already? We're getting kind of close to the end of you oldie podcast here. Yeah, man. Jay Korn had to take off. Jay Korn has a day job. I want to thank Johnny Korn for joining us, and I maybe expect to see him a little more often here on Tuesday nights, especially when we don't have a band to interview. I'm trying to get him back into the swing of things because, uh, he had a he had a rough twenty twenty. So if we can uh, we can provide him a, a a pod outlet, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I'm just telling you, I was really excited to see him again. And you know, he looks like I told him during a break. I said, "Man, I you know you could do a gig right now." Like you, he, his vibrancy is like full on point. And um, yeah, he's ready really, to go. Really he's inspired ready to-, to see him. He's ready to go. He's like, but for a gig, he's better as like the MC. I think like he does a way better job when he MCs a comedy show. I've seen him when he performed at a comedy show and he was fine. But like as the MC, he's like way better because he's like nice to the people in the crowd, knows everything about the art, the the, the com- comics who are uh, doing their thing. And yeah, yeah, our dude, uh, our dude had a could have died in the car accident. Could have died when his he had the problem with his spleen, like. He came back and he's fucking exactly the same. So that's like a fucking strong dude too. Shout out to fucking Johnny Corn, man. Fucking a. Mm-hmm. So, are you excited? Are you going to see Monkey this weekend? Are you going to bike party this weekend? Or are you going to stay home with the with with you with your woman? Ooh, what a great question! Um, <laughs> Putting you on the spot. You sure did. Um, you know what? I think what we'd like to do, you could do both, is get out. And I think I would be able to, I would love to do both. Oh, you could do the first regroup at bike party and then just walk your ass like two blocks away to the monkey show. Boom. Right. Right. So, um, we just would have to coordinate around the, uh, when, uh, cause you say there is a perimeter. There's only, you should get two close to the bike oh party. yeah just park somewhere else and walk to bike party yeah absolutely anybody out there if you're listening to this and you plan on going to bike party maybe you don't have a bike or you're just there maybe to see me this is all gravy but park park like half a mile away from the fucking spot and walk in because like the last thing we need when a bunch of drunk cyclists are trying to leave is like your car up in the mix mm. you've been there and dri- driving me there you know that we wait until like the last fucking bike leaves to get in the car because it's like dangerous to have like cars going through all those bikes and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it can get pretty hectic, especially when you're, you're leaving. Every, yeah. Uh, but I think, I think one, your bet for Friday for sure is to show up at regroup one at bike party. I know where it is, but I can't tell you, but I can tell you that it's walking distance to the caravan. So I think you know where it is. Yes. I think you probably know there's like a board game we used to play as children. Mm, I think, Oh yes. I think you, so I think you know where that is. So you could park like you could park by the caravan, walk into bike party, hang out at the first regroup and then walk your ass back, walk your ass back to the caravan and check out fucking monkey, like Curtis's band and check out the other bands that are on his bill and stuff. I feel like y'all could party. off. (laughs) I think that's, I think that's what you should do. That sounds like a plan. 
also i want to see ginger cutting a rug like next to that next to the media wench's kids like honestly because the media wench's kids are going to be there it's going to be like a, it's going to be it's going to be amazing that'll be awesome i'm like super stoked on it i had to buy a new um little power bank because i couldn't get the old one to charge so now i have like a new power bank for my mixer but shout out to everybody at bike party I was trying to get them on this week, but I think I'm going to have a couple people from Bike Party like remoting in next week to talk about Bike Party. I think it's going to be um, Roy. I don't know if you know Roy, but you've definitely met Enrique. Yes. And I think I'm going to have both of those cats uh, remote in to talk a little bit about Bike Party and to congratulate me for fucking that shit up on a Friday night for the next DJ. I'm just telling you, I'm fucking that shit up for the next DJ. That's oh, all it is. Shit. It's exciting, man. It's exciting because I, like, I, one of the, memorable most memorable events i can ever recall in my life the first time you took me to bike party to the bike party probably the first time the first time and um how it blew up like all of a sudden there was thousands of people there dancing to the music as you were doing the set and it was fucking fucking amazing man they were like holding hands and going in a big circle and chanting and shit it's like the best thing in the world that's what I'm saying. Like the people here in chat have seen me DJ. Shout out to Twitch, by the way, for making an agreement with uh, some of the major record labels for uh, streaming only. I have to turn the recording off, but shout out to Twitch for like doing that for the DJs because they probably lost some money on that, honestly. But the people here don't know what, th- what, like they're like, oh, he's standing in a room DJing. Oh, the music's really good. They don't understand. They don't understand the, the thing that that is. The, like, this is the first bike party, by the way, where they're all the way open back up. Like there were uh, 20 minute regroups last month. No regroups. The first one this month is the first month where the regroups are back to 50 minutes. Damn. It's going to be amazing. I, uh, in the bike party group, I like posted about it. And then this one lady DM'd me. She's like, I didn't want to say anything publicly. She's like, but you're the only good DJ at Bike Party. And I was like, you know what? Don't say that about the other DJs. I was like, but if you do say that only to me, say it to me directly. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I guess before we get out of here, if you're going to check out Bike Party, I got Block and Crown. I got unreleased music from Porno Star Records. Um, it's, a uh, it's a remix of fucking First Choice Dr. Love and it ain't out yet. I, I play another remix of First Choice Dr. Love, but it, it, the one I'm going to play ain't out yet. I got a remix of Music Sounds Better With You that ain't out yet. And um, other great surprises. I'll probably play a Jamiroquai because like that's how you keep it real. You play a Jamiroquai. Oh, um, and it'll be two regroups of house music. The first one will be a little more subdued, but disco-y. The second one will be that frantic shit that everybody came out for. And I'm just like super excited. I also want to just give a big shout out to Porno Star Records uh, and Stereo Records. And... Um, West Smith's label, I forget, but y'all send me music for free all the time, sometimes unreleased, and I really appreciate it, especially Porno Star Records, because y'all got Block and Crown, and y'all got, well, Block and Crown, that shit's amazing. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited for this weekend. I hope to see you and Ginger out there, and I hope you, y'all you move on to the caravan afterwards, because I think the second regroup's a little bit out of downtown, I don't think, I mean, y'all might follow, who knows, but, uh, and uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That will be the direction. So I think we're going to play two more songs. We'll go a little long tonight before we go into the post game here. We're going to play Usurper Vong. This, uh, there's a co-host of another show around here who is in Usurper Vong. This song is called Amputee Time. Me and, me and Juan Maserati are going to get a little stoned and we'll be right back.
Uh, Juan, thanks for joining me for local love this evening. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Seth. Do you, we're going to tell the story again. You remember starting this show? I remember sitting with both uh, us, both us, both sitting in the living room. You were sitting opposite. Do you remember what color the, the couch was at that time? What the, what they call the couch? What color was the couch? Oh, the couch was, uh, I believe it was some beige looking couch. So it was like a medium length couch in beige, not a couch that's twice <laughs> as long as it should be in green. Um, I, you know, I remember having slept on the couch a couple of times after, uh, good, good, good times with hang on Dave. And, um, I just remember like, but you, at that moment, I guess we, 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 we did, we did something. We went oh, out on the night of town. We came back, we sat down and then there was a conversation where you, 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 you know, you were thinking like talking about like doing things, I guess. And, and I said like to, you know, I don't exact terms, but Hey man, you should do a, a, a podcast or, or do we do a, do a show or something. I, I don't know, but about it was, local I, music. Yeah, and it was like mind-blowing. Well, that was a Thursday, I think, right? That was Thursday night, and then by Tuesday, the first show was up. Yes. And it's it's because we knew everybody. Though the first show, if you go back and listen to the first episode of Local Love, what you'll hear is like the Rebels Camp. Cat Robichaux submitted their music immediately. So did uh, Lucy Arnell. That's what we're going to play next, by the way, is Lucy Arnell. Uh, The one and only song Lucy Arnell ever sent us. But by the next Tuesday, we were up, and we had a show, and it wasn't even a show but it was a show and you can check out the first episode of local love. Uh, the audio is uh, probably slightly less bad than it is now, but by then the audio was all like, everything was dialed in. And I think that that was the thing is that I was like, okay, well we have this thing that's dialed in. What's up? What's next? Like, what are we doing? Cause I was a drunk. We probably went to Pino's probably Pino's maybe right. liquid bread. You, oh, pro- yeah. you probably drank too many ciders. <laughs> I probably did, <laughs> but you know what? The, the thing that was also marvelous was just seeing the evolution of the technology and and the, and from everything from hardware to software uh the sort of like the uh I, I'm, I would i would just refer you as an architect because you really uh took all of these pieces from various um ends of computing and so on and also your knowledge of audio itself putting all that together to create this platform uh broadcast quality sound uh and all running on open source software is fucking that's legendary man well i think that more or less the audio was dialed within six months of starting it took us a while like i needed multi-track for everything not even recording anything in multi-track now the shit's just live tape stereo out and that's all you get right mm-hmm. like other podcasters drive me fucking nuts I'm just going to be straight up. They drive me nuts. They're like, oh, you know, I got my host and the, my co-host and this other person. We're all on our own channel. And I listen to their shit. And I'm like, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, here we go. At some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. Yeah, man. And um, the councilman said that into a $20 microphone, by the way. <laughs> it, it, let me let me tell you something. It was like, no matter what microphones you, you we, that was set up. It, it, it the audio was just really getting super quality better in every uh, every revision of your system and uh that was pretty exciting to, to see 
I'm like, I've been at feature freeze for like two years, more or less. I'm like fucking with things and like changing things around, but like nothing changes. The last thing I did, uh, the, the, the mics in the studio, I backed off the compression and I think I backed off the compression too much. Cause sometimes tonight when you got a little bit away from the mic, it was too quiet. Right. So I think I might've backed off of it a little too much, but, uh, yeah, I've been pretty, pretty impressed. But the other thing is it's the fucking tools, dude. It's not like, it's not like I did it all by myself. Like these tools that are available, like, and like everything from KX studio and especially from um like CAF audio plugins people like the tools are great everything's great everything's easy it all makes fucking sense yeah but yeah i couldn't believe we were up with a show uh, we decided on a thursday and we were up with a show on tuesday like a live show <laughs> and, it, and it, yeah, i mean right. it wasn't good but it wasn't terrible no it was great um and i mean uh, i thought it was great too because i was high and drunk and so were you we uh we 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 just it was like um really just like the beginning of some amazing fucking nights of where um you know it was zany and hella just off the wall like and with and hella people in the in the room like yeah when it was when the fucking studio remember (laughs) when the studio when the studio was in the living room and there was like people were just sitting on the floor all the way across the living room like to get outside you had to step across very hippie commune style it was just like everybody's gathering around uh to hear uh to see the show being recorded and that was that was fucking amazing if if I thought it was feasible to put all this shit back in the living room, I would, but it's just absolutely not feasible. Like until I get like someone else living here who's like on board with this, like Harrison was, putting this in the living room just means just means like you'll be like hearing somebody doing the dishes and shit while you're trying to broadcast. So. <laughs> right. And that has happened. <laughs> to be fair, they were doing dishes because we ran out of glasses for beer to, in the freezer though. It wasn't like <laughs> we, well, well, shit, everybody. It was a trip down memory lane, and this has been Local Love. Juan, thanks for joining me for the love that is local. Um, we're going we're gonna to run a Lucy Arnell song real quick. I'm also going to turn on that um, auto DJ because I'm going to step outside and have a cigarette. Um, yeah, Juan, thank you again for joining me for the love that is local. Uh, when we get back, everybody, we'll be doing some night twitch. I uh, don't know how long it is because I'm going to have a cigarette. Peace, y'all.